Hello, my name is Melanie Clark, and this is the podcast where I give my shiny two cents about life, love, and all of the above. You are now tuned in to Vodka Melonade. Let me pour you a glass. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Vodka Melonade. Man, here in LA, it is basically like, you know, a second winter happening. I don't know about you guys, but I am just so fed up with the gloomy weather. It's funny. I saw a post of um, there's like this account that's like overheard LA. And some guy was overheard saying like, oh, wow, what another beautiful, gloomy day in New Seattle. (laughs) And it is like literally it feels like we're not even in L.A., like we're completely somewhere else like Seattle. (laughs) I don't know whether it's like the most boring of topics. And, you know, I'm sure other states are like, you know, go cry us a river. But I mean, by L.A. standards, I mean, I've heard of June gloom. But seriously, it feels like winter has been extended. It's like we're supposed to be getting into summer at this point. I feel like spring was a blur. It was rainy. It was cool. We didn't have too many warm days. And now as we're supposed to be approaching uh, summer, it's like I've only seen the sun like a handful of times. It's, It's actually insane. It's I don't know how to dress. But then it's like weird, too, because... It's gloomy and overcast, and some days it's really cool, almost cold, and then the next day it's still overcast and gloomy, but it's, like, humid outside. I don't know what's going on. I mean, what they say, like, global warming or whatever, but it's just the strangest thing. I just feel like the dark, gross, like, weather has been extended for such a period of time that it's starting to affect my like my mental state it's like you know you I'm I'm like summer the warm months are like not my favorite but you can kind of count on them to kind of warm you up and brighten you up a little bit after the winter time and I can enjoy it for like the first few weeks but that has not come yet and I'm just like dang like I hope this doesn't mean that summer is going to be blazing and like it's going to be extended into fall because that's just I, I don't I, I don't need the weather to like shift <laughs> like that. So I have no idea what's going on. I feel like not really knowing how to dress coming in and out of like the air at work and then it's like humid outside or it's cool outside and they got the heat on indoors You know, I like to sleep with the AC. I probably need to like cut that out, you know, until the weather kind of stabilizes or at least not have it so low because I legitimately sleep like I cannot sleep unless my air is at 60 degrees, (laughs) sometimes a little lower. Like I just I sleep really high. The cats are like little furnaces and they sleep right up against me. I just need my space cold. But like last night because of the tickle in my throat. I was brave and I put it up to 67 so (laughs) Um, just like it still be comfortable but I'm drinking all the fluids popping Advil chewing like vitamin C gummies drinking tea just trying to like knock whatever this is like 
out before it really gets going. So it already feels like better than it did even this morning. So I'm just kind of pushing through because I can't afford to be um, out of commission. Um, my favorite big cousin is in town for the next, I don't know, a few weeks, maybe a couple weeks. So I definitely want to not be down and out while he's here. Cause this is like a rare phenomenon these days. So, <laughs> um, and just in general, I just, I cannot afford to be like missing work and, you know, I don't want to get blue sick or anybody. So, um, yeah, just keep me in your in your thoughts on that and let's let's get whatever this is knocked out quickly. Um, you too? Can you not? Mama's trying to work. Oh, these little So, I had a silly interaction on TikTok and it really kind of <laughs> I think it was like the final stupid like social media interaction that I've had where I'm really like, okay, I cannot interact with idiots, just just with people on the internet who have like just grossly different mental states than me, people who just are obviously immature and have no life, have nothing going on. Like I can't get caught up in like back and forth stuff, especially on things that don't matter. Like maybe I need to reserve that energy, you know, for like a real sturdy cause, you know, but like I keep getting like roped into things. Just I don't know. And I try so hard, but like I end up going back and forth with people of stupid things like Beyonce or, you know, something about cats or I don't know. But it's like the dumber the comment, the more I'm just like compelled to just be like, are you freaking kidding me? But this week it was just so dumb. So this <laughs> I was on TikTok, of course. And this woman, I don't even follow her, but she pops up every once in a while. She's like a foodie. She travels and, you know, she recommends like really good places to eat um, in different states if you're traveling. And, um, you know, and she'll show it and show the price and give her review on it and she'll eat it on camera. So she popped up on my feed and she was in, I think she was, oh gosh, she was somewhere in Florida, Maine. I forgot. Somewhere, maybe not Florida, but it was somewhere on the East Coast, wherever lobster is really good, but not Maine. I don't think it was Maine. But anyway, that's besides the point. She's eating this massive, delicious looking lobster roll. Okay. She's, um, you know, explaining how it's like it's it's listed on the menu as like this overstuffed lobster roll. They put like all this like lobster meat in it, no filler. It's just straight up meat. It's huge, and you know it's it's. it's she said it was like forty forty three dollars or something like that. So she's eating it and it's looking freaking delicious. It looks massive. It looks well worth the price as she's eating it. But then midway, she pulls something out of her mouth and she realizes that there's shell in the lobster roll. And she, you know, she's doing like a voiceover on this video and she's like, yeah, and here's where I noticed that there was shell and, you know, there was a few other pieces of shell as I was eating it. And she was just saying how, you know, it's common if you're start if you're eating shellfish um you know or like fish seafood in general maybe has bones once you find one piece of that you're gonna be like like babying your food you're not gonna be able to fully 
enjoy you're going to be paranoid that with every bite you're going to like chomp down on a piece of shell or there's going to be another bone like it could be completely fine after that one little discovery but your mind is just going to be like anticipating finding more and she did actually so I just left like a comment where I'm just like that looks really good but for for 40 bucks like I don't want any shell and what I'm eating like that's just that's just too much money to be spending for something like that if you chomp on a shell you could um, mess up your tooth like that you could choke like there's just no reason for it and in my thing I'm like you know I've gone to the store and gotten canned or prepackaged seafood before like like crab or lobster whatever and there's no shell in that you know but if you do find one in it you can kind of chalk it up to like a production issue whatever you know I'm sure they have quality control but stuff like that you might expect it to slip through but if you're paying $40 plus for something that they're hand making to order you would think they would take like an extra step or two to like get gloves and get in there and make sure there's no shells that was just my point right so like these people a lot of people are agreeing you know they're liking my comment but then you have this one person that commented saying calling me lazy and I I I just wrote back real quick I was just like how am I lazy because I don't want to choke on a piece of shell you know what I mean and then I left it at that then you have other people who are agreeing in the comments and you have people um who are responding just with like dumb stuff like oh well at least you know it's fresh ha 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 you know and I'm like okay but then this person comments they're like oh um uh then just don't eat it then if you're worried about the shell and I was like it's not about like not wanting to eat it or whatever it's it's just the principle of the thing like you know I shouldn't be I shouldn't expect shell so I, I shouldn't I shouldn't be expected to just like accept the shell if if I'm paying that much for something even if I wasn't paying that much like if it's fresh made to order they should just be taking the extra step because that could be dangerous somebody could seriously choke or like cut their lip or their gum or crack their tooth so anyway um then they go well you know maybe you should just not eat it at all I mean why would you want to eat an innocent animal any then they start turning it into this whole like vegan like lecture you know and it's like they're like they're just an innocent creature if you don't want to eat their bones and their shell you shouldn't eat it anyway blah 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 blah, blah. and I'm like first of all why are you here if you're vegan why are you watching people eat a lobster roll like we're all here just to have a good time and watch this lady eat get some recommendations for forever in that city two I'm gonna eat what I want this isn't like a vegan debate um you know what I mean then they go further and they see on my page which I've now made private because I just this is just stupid they go oh well I see you have cats would you eat your cat they have living spirits and souls and I'm just like oh my god I was like you're really embarrassing yourself please move it along if you're vegan that's really weird that you're even here then they go they're going on and on um investigating my TikTok and I have some stuff on there about um you know my podcast and you know just kind of promoting it or whatever nothing major but they're like oh I see you're um you're um you have a podcast like um but you only have so many followers on here on tiktok like like that really correlates um so anyway they're just like going on like this personal attack and i was just like why are you i'm like i don't really know 
who raised you to like, like now you're like taking a simple lobster roll review video and you're taking it as an opportunity to like attack like my hobbies and my lifestyle choices. It was just so weird. And as I'm like reading this person, like going off on just the the most innocuous comment I could have left, like, and like thousands of people were agreeing. And I think anybody would agree it's very jarring to bite into something and feel something that shouldn't be there. So I was just, I just took a step back and I was like, you know what? Number one, I need to not be like, um, going through TikTok and leaving comments under my vodka melanate TikTok page. I don't, I don't even post on there. Like, obviously I'm not filming this yet. Um, I don't have that set up and, and going like routinely on there. So I just, I just took the name so that it wouldn't get taken somehow when I am ready. So that's what I'm majority like, like, um, um, scroll through and, and browse TikTok under. So sometimes I'll leave a comment, whatever. I'm not on there trolling or anything, but you know, sometimes people do go back and forth with me on that, or some people might not agree. And I don't necessarily want that to be like the face of Vodka Melanade as far as like a social media presence. So it was kind of like a good thing that this person was like going kind of off on me about it because I'm like, you know what? I need to like rebrand that, set a separate Vodka Melanade TikTok and lock it down on private until like I'm ready to launch that phase, I guess. And then like my normal TikTok, because I don't really post anything under just me or my podcast. So, um, but I was like, let me just have something just neutral so that I can like interact and like scroll in peace, leave my thoughts and don't have it be associated with the podcast. Also just make it like a private thing because, you know, I'm not, I, I send a few things here and there to a couple people on TikTok, but I really just, I'm, I'm definitely just a consumer (laughs) of the media on there I don't I don't really post or I'm not super active like that so yeah it was just kind of like a little wake-up call like okay let me just keep these two separate (laughs) because now you know every once in a while if I I'm I'm gonna really try not to but every once in a while I do end up kind of going back and forth feel like you have to like defend your opinion for some reason which I really got to get out of that but if it does happen it won't be a associated with the podcast and this person was like oh I hope you don't mention me on your podcast now well I did so there you go you know you know I'm pretty sure you're listening because you seemed very interested in what I had going on outside of this lobster roll video and you know it's I, I still want the roll it looked good it looked buttery it looked juicy you know I think I would just maybe sift through it with a fork before I take my first bite and I think it'll be all good you know, and, um, but yeah, I, (laughs) I know that the internet is like a wasteland and the majority of people who are on there, they are cowardly and they have no life and their sole purpose of logging on anywhere and messaging and posting anything is to get a rise out of people. So both online and in my personal life, I just want to be a little more zen than that and just like take a beat before I, before I speak, before I react, 
you know, if only, you know, because half the time in hindsight, I have all my great comebacks. So at least let me just take a beat to get a great comeback. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, you live and you learn. And that was just something I thought that was super duper funny that I saw, you know, happen this week. So um, yeah, now I got everything kind of organized how I needed to. And now I can focus on important things like how can I grow the other vodka melonade spaces online in a positive way. So thank you, idiot stranger. Um, Yeah, you kind of lit a fire under that. Man, speaking of like things I've seen online, the saddest thing I have ever seen popped up on my feed it was a video of this lion pride right like this like excerpt from a documentary and oh my god I kid you not I I sobbed for like 10-15 minutes after I watched this and I almost scrolled by because I was already like okay no this is gonna be way too sad but I don't I don't know I I was just like in the mood to um obliterate my emotions that night so there was a mama lion and she had a bunch of cubs and I guess that you know the family was migrating across wherever they were um you know, they're traveling as a family to get to somewhere else for some reason. But one of her cubs was born, you know, with kind of like a, a wonky leg. Oh my God. Do not cry, Melanie. I swear to God. So this one cub was born with kind of like, like a disability, right? So he was kind of, he was much slower than the others. He would kind of stumble trying to keep up. And I know nature is like, you know, survival of the fittest out there. Um, and you know, they really don't, I guess just, you know, in their lion culture or whatever, (laughs) they don't have time to be like, you know, nurturing that, I guess. So they were just carrying on. Like the mom basically just decided like, I don't have time to get you strong enough. Like I have to take care of the strong babies and like everybody else. So, they were just not waiting. They weren't keeping, they weren't letting the little lion keep up with them. They weren't, you know, they they just were acting like he wasn't even there. And it was just so sad because you just see like the pride up ahead. And then you see the little tiny cub like way, way far behind tripping over himself. He's, you know, he's obviously kind of like in pain and he's, he's weak from hunger because when they do stop and rest, um, the mom doesn't let him get any milk, you know, and the, his siblings are ignoring him and they're like nipping at him, like, get out of here. Oh my God. It was just so freaking sad. And, you know, but it was like the, the camera people, they're following this pride for like days and days. And the little lion is just like not giving up at all. He's like trying his hardest to keep up. And, you know, if they stop for water, he gets water. Like he's, he's doing what he can and just trying his little hardest to just survive and he's you know but you can see he looks so sad like well why is she not letting me drink milk why is you know she not you know protecting me like the rest of my brothers and sisters oh my god like I I don't know what this animal's thinking but just you know the narration and the music and the look in his eyes it was just so unbelievably sad um and just seeing him limp around it was just so freaking sad and he you could tell he was like much smaller than the others because he was 
you know, he was like tired and like hungry. So um, eventually, you know, I think they kind of realized like, okay, this little cub isn't going anywhere. So I think they slowly started to accept him in. Um, And then there's a shot of one of one or two of the other lion cubs actually hanging back with him and walking with him after a while. So it was like he kind of earned their respect and, you know, with his little tiny lion cub tenacity and determination. And then that made me cry even harder. And I'm like, what the is wrong with me? Like, get a freaking grip. It was just so sad. I don't know what I was on that night, but it was just, I just had to share that because you can learn a lot from the little, you know, little limping lion, you know, just have the fortitude and the courage oh God. and, you know, the will to just keep pushing, you know, just keep it moving, believe in yourself. People are trying to keep you down, but, you know, just gra- gather your strength. You can, you can really accomplish anything. <laughs> Oh my God, what is wrong with me? (laughs) Okay, so to switch gears here, I heard, um, God, it's kind of an alarming story, depending on, you know, like what, (laughs) what you believe, I guess. So I believe this happened, this is like late April. So, you know, some of you may have heard about it, but I, you know, I definitely don't check for this kind of news. Um, and then it involves an alien, possible alien sighting. So this happened in Vegas. Um, the police get a call from a family claiming that, um, you know, they were just at home. I think one of the, the male family members was like outside working on a car and he heard like something kind of coming, falling from the sky and he heard like a little crash and um, it something landed in his backyard. Um, so he's like, oh my gosh. So he's kind of turning towards where this happened. They walked toward it. And according to the police call, it's like they they rush in the house because they're like, oh, my God, what is this? And they say that they saw two, like, definitely not human figures standing next to this weird, unidentified kind of object in their yard. They said that they looked like they were, like, 8 to 10 feet tall, very skinny. They had large, shiny eyes and a big mouth and they just looked completely not human. So they're talking to the dispatcher and they're describing all this. I guess they're inside of the house at this point looking out through the window and they said that they're just, these creatures are just staring at them. So, and they sound completely freaked out. The, the figures weren't really doing anything other than just standing there staring. So um, the police are dispatched, but um, that same evening, like 30 minutes prior to this call, There is body cam footage of a couple of police officers who were just like out on patrol and they were talking to someone else about something unrelated and they saw like this green flicker in the sky come down and land somewhere off in the distance. And this is like 30 minutes prior to this phone call that this family makes to the police about what they see. Now, Um, There's body cam footage of the, um, you know, the officers that were sent to the house to investigate. You see them walk up to the house. 
um, and go through, you know, the like open up the gate. They're following the family through the backyard. And all this is like on a news special, like a news clip straight out of Vegas, right? So you see the body cam footage and then the they black out the yard of whatever it is that's back there. They completely block it out with a black bar and they say, oh, you know, to protect the privacy of like a, a, a private property, you know, we're going to just black this out, which is weird because I've seen police chases. I've seen body cam footage. I've seen news clips of people in people's homes in their yard. I've never seen them like block anything out for privacy. So that was definitely like weird thing. Number one. Two, um, you know, it's like, are those two things connected? It's like the thing that fell out of the sky. Now, things like that, that could be anything. It could be like a reflection. It could be, you know, a drone. Like, I don't know. But these people sound so sincerely concerned. And what they're saying, you know, the way they're describing it, like they're sticking to that story. Like when the cops got there, they repeated the exact same thing that they saw. The one thing they did mention was that, you know, as they were looking at them, things were like getting kind of hazy for them, kind of blurry, like they could still make out the figures. But for some reason, as they're looking at them, like the the whole scene is kind of going blurry for them, which is really weird. So I don't know. So that's like the last thing that I, I hear about this story coming out of this, you know, coming out of this. Um, I know there's been a lot of like press conferences and things with like NASA and the government and whatever about how, you know, UFOs or what are they called now? UA, UAPs or UPA. I, for, I forget what they what they call them now, but they're like basically acknowledging that, you know, other life forms exist and that they've been in communication and things like that. And I don't know. It's. <sighs> It's a little, it's just, like I said in the beginning, it's a little alarming. I've never really given much thought to aliens. I mean, you know, you have like conspiracy theorists, theorists who are just like full on, like, you know, the ones that go and try to camp out at Area 51, you know, all the Roswell shit. Like they just, <laughs> they really get into it and they really believe it. Uh, people just like lived for the X-Files, you know, stuff like that. It's interesting entertainment wise, but I've never really given it much thought. But like seeing this story, it just I don't know this one in particular. It just I mean, it could be a big distraction, right? I mean, I, I do believe that that happens. I think these really crazy stories come out when other important things are going on just to kind of distract from the bigger picture but I don't know they just looked really concerned and the way they described them it just sounded so creepy um you know but I'm also not when I do think about it I, I don't think I'm naive enough to believe that we are the most intelligent life forms in all the galaxy you know I mean just like the ocean is only like I don't know what percentage of it is really discovered. There's so much down there we don't know. There's so much up there that we don't know. We haven't been able to go into space for that long. You know, it hasn't been that long, that exploration endeavor. Um, so who knows what's out there? And it's like an infinite galaxy and galaxies and galaxies and black holes and planets that have planets. Like, you know, I don't know if they're like little green men with big eyes, but <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I can't say that that's not the case either, but you know why they want to come down here. I'll, I have no idea, but 
one of the creepiest things about the footage, um, and you know, people are dissecting it, and they're slowing it down, and they're cranking up the exposure and trying to figure it out. So, like I said, the footage of the body cam of the cops and the family going into the backyard to look um, as they entered the yard that got blocked out. But there's a fence with the with the door that they went through through the fence, and on the right hand side, someone slowed it down and they like circled it. You can kind of make out. Um, through the slats of the fencing like something looking out and you can kind of see like a hand it's almost like something's crouching down right there but number one I mean I'm just so skeptical because it's like anything can be doctored anything can be photoshopped video shopped you know there's deep fakes you know what I mean like I don't know but if this just looked it just looked it looked legit to me and it looks super duper creepy but then, you know, the logical side of my brain is like, okay, well, if something was crouching to the right of them as they walked in, how come nobody turned and looked? You know what I mean? So I don't know. I Do you guys believe in aliens? Do you guys, you know, and then if you do, is this something that kind of like piques your interest? Are you excited by it? Some people, they believe in aliens and, you know, they're just waiting for them to come down and make contact with us. You know, they're excited about it. They want to be beamed up and taken somewhere else you know <laughs> um some people believe in them and they're terrified and you know this is like the very last thing that they would ever want to happen and some people you know they're just complete realists and they think that there's an explanation for everything and I feel like I'm somewhere in between you know I know I know that there's higher powers that be and I know there's a lot of things that we don't know and I know that, you know, the universe and, you know, the planets and all this stuff has been here long before us. So, you know, and I do believe in like evolution and things like that. So things kind of, you know, evolving over time and thriving where they can, you know, us as a species and stuff, you know, but I don't know. I mean, my cousin lives in Vegas. I need to uh, reach out to him and have him keep a close eye out on the sky because, I mean, it would be Vegas that this happened, right? It's not going <laughs> to, you know? Um, but, yeah, I just thought I'd share that with you guys because I just thought that was really interesting, and I'm going to be keeping an eye on that. Um, I think what piques my interest the most is how they tried to conceal the little video clip you know and try to say oh it's for privacy and it's like I don't know about that I don't know about that that's a little strange to me but let me know what you guys think um hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at Vodka Melanade I'd be interested to hear what you guys think I think I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up I have been filming this in two parts <laughs> I've had to stop and start my nose gets a little congested my throat you know I keep you know talking this much is like causing the tickle in my throat to just kind of get exacerbated so I think um I've met my limit with this. So I'm going to go ahead and end this here, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. I will definitely be here again next week. So come on and join me for another glass. All right. Take care. Hey, guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. From the bottom of my heart, I truly appreciate it. Now, there's a new episode every Sunday, so be sure to come on back for another round of Vodka Melonade. Bye.